This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the, oh, 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 my God. Best show on your radio. You know it better Freddie and Harry. Got my man Harry Douglas and Freddie Cohen together. Thanks for joining us on the mighty ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X on Channel 80. Don't forget about us and tune in and always play your smart speaker to tell to play ESPN Radio. We're going to check with somebody who I've known for a long time that does not want to be my friend tonight when it comes to the Bills and the Jets. We're going to talk to Christine Lisi, ESPN Sports Analyst and also Sports and Update Anchor in about 10 minutes. How we're frenemies tonight and we'll go ahead and be friends tomorrow depending on the outcome tonight between Buffalo and the New York Jets. But we need a wellness check. Harry does decide, hey, Freddie, you know, Devin Kane, Shannon Penn, you know, they've gone through it as Giants fans. Nick Cardi. The, the, Nick Cardi as well. I mean, they got the full beat out of them last night, 40 to nothing in a game that wasn't that close. Daniel Jones all of a sudden getting crucified in the New York sports media and on talk radio in New York, and the Giants offensive line problems are coming to roost once again. So we need to have a wellness check on Shannon Penn and Devin Kane. So, Shannon, we're going to start with you because it seems that you've been taking this the hardest what happened with your New York Giants and Devin's New York Giants losing last night on Sunday Night Football to my Dallas Cowboys 40 to nothing? Thanks, Dev. Thank you guys for allowing me here. I know we typically do safe space in the middle of the week, Tuesday or Wednesday, right here on Freddie and Harry. But I got I to gotta get this off my chest now. I didn't sleep well last night, I'm be honest with you. I didn't stay throughout the entire game because it was ugly. I didn't sleep well. I woke up grumpy, mad, upset, hurt. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> but I'll tell you what really upset me yesterday. See, I, generally, I don't mind if my teams lose. Giants, Knicks, Yankees. I don't, I don't mind if you lose. Uh-huh. The one thing I'm going to say, don't embarrass me. All right? As my mom used to say, don't embarrass me out here in public. And what the Giants did yesterday, they embarrassed us out here in front of company. That's what they did. I don't care if you get blown out in a 1 o'clock game, maybe in a 4 o'clock game, game of the week. I don't care. But a Sunday night football, and you know you're going to play Sunday night football against the Cowboys because they've been doing it for like 20 years now. But what you're not going to do is go out here and lose 40 to nothing the way they did. It's embarrassing. It's a travesty. It's a sham. It's a mockery. It's a travesty mockery. <laughs> Now, now, Devin Kane. How, how do I follow that up? That's what I'm about to say. Devin Kane, you have the floor. Tell us how you feel. How How are you oh, doing man. right now? I'm not well, man. I'm not well. Really? No. What do you What do you expect me to say, guys? I I'm don't happy know. that we got blown out by the Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys 40 to nothing. Sunday Night Football. The lights are on. <laughs> Queen Latifah singing the national anthem. Beautiful. Queen Latifah. Y'all embarrassed Queen. The Queen. I know. The there blue was, out. There, there, was you, there was no UNITY. Mm-mm. There wasn't no unity I'm on that hurt. offensive line at all. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, Devin, like it's, the crazy thing about this all is because, you know, Freddie, you know, one of his teams. <laughs> they won yesterday. For crying out loud. He, Freddie's one to know. That's you know, I am. Yeah. me and the Falcons, we're 1-0. You guys have started the season 0-1. Ooh. And and I hope you guys can come back from this, you know. Ooh. I hope this isn't, a, isn't an all-season long really type no, thing. He doesn't care. 
because life will be miserable <laughs> yeah, yeah. for you guys if it is. <laughs> See, and you're like, I will, you're like, I will, oh, I really I will hope make sure it, of it. <laughs> I really hope it happens because if it doesn't, I'm going to love it. Basically, what you just said. Completely. It was like the most backhanded of backhanded compliments or, or backhanded sympathy from Harry Douglas on that you know one. What? You know what? I'm going to take us behind the scene. I'm going to keep it a whole buck right now because right. we got Jets and Bills tonight. Right. You yeah. know what? I'm going to be rooting hard as hell for the Bills tonight. Because oh. looking at our group text right now, we got several Jets fans. Look, look, we got Sam, we got Mark, we got half Call of Freddie. We Call got half out. of Freddie in the group text right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, misery loves company, and I want y'all to join us. We in this together. CMB, we all we got. We all we need. Just know there's a, real, there's a real team playing at MetLife tonight. I know. Hold on, what guys. they call that stadium? What somebody said it's, it was a different MetLife Stadium. No, Jet Life. Oh, my tonight, goodness. Tonight is Jet, last night was MetLife Stadium. Sam's right. Last yeah. night was MetLife. Tonight is JetLife Stadium. You better hope Uh-oh. it is because the group chat will be active. And y'all know nobody. <laughs> yeah, be, listen, I, I picked the Jets to win the AFC East. See, I picked the Bills but, to win it. Yeah. But y'all know tomorrow, if oh, the Jets Lord. lose this game, oh my God. You know, the Falcons are 1 0 right now. That's my team. But Look if the you. Jets lose tonight, I get to top. What I did today uh-huh. with Jets Paul. fans tomorrow. <laughs> See, there's no doubt he's going to do out. that. There's no doubt. You can't call out. What are you talking about? The show just started five days ago. You can't be calling out. I got a sick day. No, you don't. No, I will drive to your house and drag you behind here. <laughs> I'm not going through this by myself, Sam Pierce. Uh-uh. You're not, you're not going to desert me. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I, I, no, I will no, say no, this, no, though, no. Freddie, because honestly, I think context matters, though. You know, if the Jets go out there and it's a close game and they're balling out and, okay. you know, they happen to lose a heartbreaker, then yeah. that, that it is what it is. But if it's a they, 40 nothing burger, then oh, you, can do whatever, you can say whatever you want. I'm not it's going stand down, and I'm not talking about in the DMs. Yeah. And by the way, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Who wins tonight? Let us know. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. I still think Buffalo's going to win tonight. To be honest with you, you think the Jets are going to win tonight? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. rocking with the Jets tonight. Okay, so now we bring in somebody who has known me way too long, 19 years of knowing me. I wouldn't wish that on anybody that's not related to me or married to me. That is Christine Lisi, sports and anchor. The high, high, hard Buffalo Bills fan. I'm not going to say what she told somebody, but somebody told me she hosts the Jets get the blank beaten out of them tonight. I didn't the say Buffalo that. Bills. <laughs> she, she really said, I hope, they, I hope they get the daylights kicked out of them. I did not think even Christine Lisi, as nice and as pleasant as she is, would have two kinds of languages that she mastered. English and profanity. <laughs> when it came to the New York Jets playing her Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I've definitely mastered the profanity. If you have watched a football game with me and my husband tells me yeah. I cannot watch football with other people. Really? Get out of here. That I don't believe. It's I know me, you... him, and the dog. That's that's who watches football. Really? I so you not... telling me you telling me the dog's like, hmm. <laughs> she gets up and walks over and lays next to Rob. Like the, I'm afraid of her. Who is this person? But really, I mean, I look at, I still think the Bill's gonna win this division. No matter what happens tonight, it's not going to be a harbinger of things to come. I just can't, I can't wait to see what it's going to look like. Right. With Aaron Rodgers in that uniform, Method Man is there, Queen Latifah is there, all these stars are there. It looked like Coco Golf is at the, at the MetLife tonight as well, watching a football game. 
But your Bills team, to me, they have the most approved because everybody believes that maybe their time could be done right. contending in the AFC. Right, and I don't think that Josh is 27 years old, and I like our core. I think Gabe Davis is going to have a bounce-back year. He was hurt most of last year. Um, you know, Steph is still Steph. Right. Um, I like what we're going to do with the running backs. I, I think James Cook is going to have a good year. I like what Damian Harris can bring. Um, I'm just I'm excited. I know the not having Vaughn out there will not be great. But I, I do have faith in, in our guys. And I think that because people are kind of forgetting about the Bills a little mm-hmm. bit, I I don't mind that. I don't hate that. And I will always love you, Freddie. Don't ever forget just, that. Just not between <laughs> the hours of 822 <laughs> to about 1145 tonight. <laughs> I don't uh, – if you if you tweet or, or uh, you know send me a message or anything – I do not have my phone on during Bill's games because yeah. I feel it interferes with my ability to watch the game and focus. Real quick, you don't I have to worry it. about that because I'll have my hands full with these fools on the text chain. <laughs> I can guarantee you, Messrs. Sam, Devin, mm-hmm. Shannon, and Harry, I'm not tweeting anything tonight. I'm not putting any social media. I got my hands full yes. with these four musketeers over here because <laughs> yes. of these ruffians. Well, That's I, for sure. I think, you know, Christine Lisi, if you don't know, she's a world-renowned baker. She, she provides oh so many God. treats for us. So I think ESPN Radio, the department, is – if you're not a Jets fan, you okay. root for the Bills because you don't want sad treats, sad Christine Lisi treats. You want happy because those treats are coming and they're plentiful. Well, put it this way. Even if the Bills win or lose, if Christine is baking treats, there will be no sadness. They're going to be good anyway. That's a good point. <laughs> a win is a win. Yeah, my A1C a levels are looking forward to this Bills win tonight. My sugar's going all the way up. But, but let's talk about Christine. When I was just up there last week, <laughs> what what you made? What was it? Chocolate chip cookies yeah. with Oreo cookies Oreos inside in of it? Oh yeah. Yes. Oh my goodness. Today. You should see today. My goodness. Harry, Christine, can you describe what you made today? Put it, I, I'm not a peanut butter fan, so I had to leave it alone. But I said, bleep that. I'm eating one of these <laughs> things today. It's chocolate, chocolate icing, double chocolate, peanut butter in the middle. And people will tell you, me what? and peanut butter do not go hand in hand. I wiped out two of those bad boys today. And I'm not a peanut butter fan at all. That's how good they were. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 30, 45 minutes. Coach Herm Edwards, when he came over here, he stared at those things for like uh-huh. 45 seconds. Yeah. See, see, we're all going to need a wellness check because of Harry, based on this now. <laughs> we're all going to need a wellness check because of that, as far as that goes. By the way, real quick, thank you, Christine Lacey. We, we will be friends tomorrow, but we're frenemies tonight, as far as that goes. This, may, this game may be delayed because storms are rolling in to MetLife Stadium. They say the game is supposed to start at 822 Eastern time, but there is a concern, Harry, and everybody out there that this game could be delayed because storms from the hurricane that's off the coast, but it's close enough not to cancel the game, but they look the same way it did last night when it comes to the New York Giants when they played the Dallas Cowboys. And, Freddie, that's what I did not want. And I'll be honest with you, like all the years I played in the National Football League, the worst weather that I ever wanted to play in was rainy weather, especially being a wide receiver and having to catch the football. Right. But period, just you're, you're soaking wet paws, and you're all over the place. You're slipping and sliding, especially if you're not on turf. I understand MetLife Stadium has turf or whatnot. But when it's a, the early in the season or it's a primetime ball game, you want the best weather possible, right. right? I can deal with cold. I can deal with snow. But rainy, because it affects the game so much. You see a team last night like the New York Giants, who probably want to throw the football around a little bit, weren't able to do so. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday versus the Cleveland Browns. We know they want to throw the football around, but because of the weather and the conditions, you aren't, they aren't able to do so. Guys are dropping the football. You've seen the same thing in the New England, the Patriots versus the Eagles football game. So that's a big thing for tonight. 
Because when you look at the Buffalo Bills and how they want to pass the football, and I hope, I hope this season Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, understands that, you know what, I need to utilize these running backs more. Right. You brought over Damian Harris in free, in free agency. He's a guy who's had a lot of success in this league. You have James Cook. Utilize those guys and take a lot of pressure off of Josh Allen. That's how New England was able to beat them in that snowstorm a few years ago because you would think it would benefit the home team, but when the home team is a passing team and the wind chill is crazy and it's blowing all kind of ways and the New England Patriots come in and they run the football effectively – then they're going to have the upper hand. The same thing with tonight. If you look at the New York Jets, if they decide that they're, they want to be balanced and they run the football, then it's going to favor them more so than I believe it's going to favor the Buffalo Bills if they don't have it in their mind that they're going to rush the football this season. Because you can't allow your quarterback to be the best running back when it comes to Buffalo Bills. You've got to yep. be able to have Josh Allen make plays with his legs but not be the main guy making plays with his legs. Real quick, according to New Jersey State Police, their severe weather approaching MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. They told all patrons to seek shelter inside the state, inside the vehicles, or the walk over the bridge to American Dream, which is the amusement park, which is right next to MetLife Stadium. They said, do not gather entrances and event staff are available to guide and assist you. So this game could potentially be delayed because of that weather situation that's happening right now involving the Jets and the Bills tonight. No matter when the game gets started or when the game gets played, Peyton Manning, Hall of Fame quarterback, when he was on Carlin and Joe, he talked about two things involving both quarterbacks. Number one for Aaron Rodgers, an adjustment. Number two for Josh Allen, the pressure. I think Aaron will feel some of those emotions early in the game. I know he played in the preseason. I got to play in the preseason. Uh, and, look, there, there's a difference between the preseason and, and the regular season. So I think he'll feel that. And uh, I see Aaron playing well tonight. But if he overthrows a pass early, I think you know it's fair to say you can say that's because of the emotions. I mean, I think just getting used to being in a different color jersey and uh, playing in a different stadium, you know, uh, uh, the whole pregame routine of, uh, you know, a home game. The Bills are flying kind of under the radar going into this game, and they've been one of the best teams in the NFL. But like you said, look, I can speak to it. I can relate to it. Hey, you've had these great regular seasons. Yeah, but what are you going to do uh, uh, in the playoffs when it counts? And I lived that for a large uh, part of my career until we finally did it and, you know, got to the AFC Championship and then won the Super Bowl a couple of years later. So uh, I think the Bills know that. I think Josh knows that. Uh, McDermott knows that. Uh, it's, it's kind of no time for talking anymore. Just go out and do it. And uh, what a great way to make a statement tonight uh, um, on the road in New York. The words of Peyton Manning, Hall of Fame quarterback, when he's on Carlin versus Joe early today. I'll start with the road team. I'll throw this at you, Harry, and then I'll weigh in afterwards. What do you need to see from the Buffalo Bills to find a way to make sure they're 1-0 and not 0-1 to start the season in the AFC East? Uh, for the Buffalo Bills, you said? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with their offensive line, right? Can their offensive line okay. provide enough protection for Josh Allen? Uh, when you look at the back half of last year and also in the preseason, I wasn't too impressed with that old line. Now, they're going against a defensive line that's going to be coming in waves. You talk about their their first team and their second team, and all those guys could rush the passer very uh, efficiently. And you look at a guy like Quinn and Williams, who's a game changer, you have to make sure he's double team, he's blocking, he doesn't wreck everything that you want to do. Also, when you look at – you know, the, the, the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen versus man coverage um, last year uh, versus uh, a zone, 
right? I think zone gives him a little bit more problems, and that's one of the things that the New York Jets in that first matchup was able to piggyback off of, sacking yeah. them, I believe, five times and creating two turnovers, which was which were interceptions. One of the things I want to see, you mentioned Josh Allen, because I thought last year he did not handle being the hunter. So I say being being the hunted compared to being the hunter. I don't think he handled that well last year. I thought at times he put too much pressure on himself, and then when the running game was non-existent, he really put that kind of pressure on himself. We saw some mindless interceptions. I go to the Minnesota game where they had that game won, and all of a sudden he threw the ball back into the Minnesota's hands, and Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson made him pay when it was all said and done. And the fumble snap, right? The fumble fumble snap snap that gave them the ball. Yeah, I forgot about that, the fumble snap as well. So I want to see how he handles being the hunter once again because I saw how he handled that well. Being hunted last year, I don't think that suited him. I don't think that suited the Buffalo Bills. And the whole DeMar Hamlin situation, that would have wrecked any team, any team's psyche, not just mentally but physically as well. So I can't wait to see how all of a sudden the pressure not as much on him, not as much on the Buffalo Bills to be that team. They're still a top-tier team in the in a loaded AFC, but there isn't much talked about with them compared to last year, like Christine Lisi mentioned, to see exactly how they're going to handle that. Pretty. I would also say this for both of these teams because we got to also remember, like, this is 9-11, right? How are both of these teams going to be able to handle the emotions and bottle those things up and then still be able to go out there and perform at a high level? A lot of people think that that's cliche when people talk about it. No, it's a real thing. I remember early in my career, I used to be so amped up in warm-ups and tired myself out to, to the point to where, you know, I had a coach come to me like, hey, man, you got to calm down and you got to stay more cool, calm and collected. So you're not just wasting energy because you're so amped up to the point to where I used to have to stop listening to trap music before right. games. I used to have, to have to listen to R&B and also gospel music to bring myself down. So when I got out there, I, di- I didn't have wasted energy before I even played the first snap of the game. It's funny you mentioned that before we get to what we're expecting to see from the Jets tonight of Freddie and Harry and ESPN radio. When I played college football for Manchester University, my song that I had to listen to was Rocket Man by Elton John. It was the only thing that could calm me out, calm me down. If I tried to listen to something up-tempo, I, I would be a raving lunatic because I'd be so amped up to run through that. I'm thinking, wait a minute, you play wide receiver. You're not playing mm-hmm. linebacker. You're not yep. playing defensive tackle. You're not playing offensive line. You have to have that physicality. So on an NFL level, knowing that you had to deal with that as well because so many guys believe the more amped up and riled up you are, the better your performance is going to potentially going to be, especially the beginning of it. Sometimes you can't think a lot. You can't think straight when you're so amped up and then you lose your focus on what your DYJ, do your job, is supposed to be, especially the level you played in the National Football League for 10 years. Yeah, and I'll tell you, another another uh, thing that did it for me was classical music. I used okay. to little Beethoven. To, yep, I used to listen to a lot of Beethoven, and it just put me in a in a in a certain place, and also ocean sounds and na- nature sounds. Interesting. That put me in a calm space to be able to go out there and you know be on a level playing field versus just being amped up on uh, crunk juice. Right. Real quick. Okay. Okay. That's a little John juice. Exactly. Before <laughs> we get to the Jets and what we expect to see from them, let's go around the room. Shannon Penn, what's the song that calms you down the most? That if you hear that song, oh, everything's gonna be to okay. Calm me down. Yeah. Uh, Moments in Love by Art of Noise. Art of Noise. Noise. Oh, mm-hmm. solid. Nineteen eighty four. Solid choice. A little bit of that one. Devin Kane, what song calms you down? You're putting me on the spot, Freddie. Want me to go um, to Sam then? Yeah, go to Sam. All right, Sam. What, what song calms you down? That's a tough one. It could be Janet Jackson, Anytime, Any Place. Now is it the R. Kelly remix? <laughs> Not dark. Just, Kelly okay, just uh, what are sure. you thinking about, Sam? Okay. Hey, it's just you, a calm song. It is a calm song. Exactly. <laughs> the video, the video itself. Or, I mean, or, come on now. Or it That's could a, be Maxwell. 
Oh, anything oh, by Maxwell. Okay. Maxwell. Yeah. Anything by Maxwell. Anything by Maxwell. What's okay. the woman's work by Maxwell? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the old Kate Bush song. Kate yeah. Bush did it first. Her mm-hmm. verse is fantastic. All right. Yeah, good. I like that. Devin, what's the song? I'm with Harry here when I, when I hear something like this. Yeah. Bird, bird fly in the background. Calming you down. He's trying to troll me right now. No, he's not. I don't think. He, you know what? With Devin, no, no, I, I no. Don't this really so. calms me down here. Birds tripping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's that's okay. All right, I like that. What calms you down? Let us know on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at HDogs83, the song that calms you down the most. All right, what do you need to see from the Jets tonight if they're going to win? I want to see can they run the football, right? Can that offensive line get a push on the Bills' defensive line? I think everything starts in the trenches, Freddie. Yeah, um, yeah the Ferrari, the toys, and the glitz and glamour, uh, these the skill position players, they get all the, you know, the praise. But for me, I'm a trenches guy. I like to see offensive line and defensive line support for the, for the Jets. Can this offensive line hold up and provide protection, number one, for Aaron Rodgers? But can they run the football effectively? Right. That's what I want to see. Yeah, no doubt about it. From the Jets, play calling. Now from the defense, from Nathaniel Hackett. If it's going to be the kind of weather that we could possibly see the way we saw last night from the Giants and Cowboys, then you really have to maximize that to minimize any kind of rush from the Buffalo Bills and putting hits on your quarterback. Herm Edwards, when he joined us last hour, he said, no quarterback wants to get hit, especially when you're a 39-year-old quarterback when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. You know how we heard Geno Smith making that noise with Aaron Rodgers? Geno Smith, yeah. I mean, excuse exactly. me, when um... – Geno Smith, yeah. What was the defense? Aaron Donald was coming down his pipe. Yeah. I literally just heard three of those noises. Yes. And I think my daughter is upstairs torturing my my four year old son. Oh Lord. She I literally hear the the screaming through my earphones. Really? So I know she's doing something very badly to my son. You better go take care of that before you know before his sister's only a one child. (laughs) (laughs) You better go. That's why I kept lifting the earphones off my ears. I saw you doing that. I'm thinking, what's going on at the at Douglas Day Casa? Day Douglas, what's going on there? Just want to make sure she hurt my boy, baby boy. <laughs> Poor Prince, <laughs> the, the princess has showed up. He's trying to survive every day over here. <laughs> I was, well, he survived you last night coming back from the Atlanta Falcons game, getting your dirty birds on. If he can survive <laughs> you dancing in the car to that, he can survive the torture <laughs> from his older sister. As far as that goes, we want to hear from you. How sweet or salty? about your NFL team after what we saw this weekend. If you're feeling good, it is sweet. If you're feeling awful, you feel like Harry's son right now, feeling salty at his older sister. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. How sweet or salty about your NFL team after what we saw this weekend? 888-729-3776. We'll try to calm Harry down and keep his son alive on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Anscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. 
Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Freddie and Harry coming at you, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. By the way, you can save your bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We're going to get to your calls at 888-729-3776-888-ESPN. How sweet or salty about you and your NFL team after what we saw this weekend. We got a bunch of tweets on social media the song that calms you down. We're going to read a couple of those real quick before we get to Harry reacting to Joe Fordenball about his Falcons and also your calls about sweet and salty, your teams in the NFL this weekend. Songs that calms us down. Harry talked about that he could never get too crunked up before playing in the NFL. So gospel music, R&B music, as well as classical music will calm him down. Alan McKenzie says Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Complete chill music. Well Ooh. done by him. Well done by him. Christine Lee says anything by Lionel Richie. Whether it's Commodores or Solo, I'm in. Okay. Like easy, easy by the Commodores. Yeah. Zoom by the Commodores. Anything like you know, oh, that zo- Zoom. Oh. Yo, uh, zoom. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a yeah. that's a. I, I really like that one. That's an underrated. Like that's an underrated banger by them. Our boy Emmett Golden from ESPN Radio in Cleveland. He says anything by Sade, but he says it's got to be no ordinary love by Sade that calms him down. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, we got a, little, right. got a little love Monday here. Yeah, man. I, I, listen, I, and I'm going to encourage everyone, make sure you listen Monday through Friday. But, yeah. you know, on Fridays, we have this thing called Love Friday. Exactly. And, you know, it helps. If you need help in the area, it helps you out, too. So yeah. uh, don't be afraid of it. It's yeah. free. Yeah, and by the way, if it doesn't help you, it ain't Love Friday's fault. Mm. <laughs> Say it again. It's more you than anything else. Say it again. Darnell says, <laughs> I Die Without You by PM Dawn. is a song that always, always calms him down. So keep those tweets coming in. Songs that calm you down. We'll take a look at your tweets the rest of the show here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. On the other side, we want to know from you, how sweet or salty are you about your NFL team? Let us know right now. Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. AJ in South Dakota, tell us your team and how sweet or salty you are about them. Hey, man, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, and it is so sweet. Having just our third quarterback in the time that I've been alive, 29 years, it is a sweet, sweet taste to have another franchise quarterback who uh, is the first to throw three touchdowns in a game this season. Well, I I would say this. um, What we've seen from Jordan Love – I thought is some of the things that we've seen from him in preseason, right? The precision, the understanding, what the defense is doing, where he wanted to go with the football, deceiving the defense with his eyes, and then getting to uh, where he really wants to go, going through his progressions, using his athleticism. And I I think they they got him one. Now, it's still a lot of season to be played, 
and Jordan Love goes up against my Falcons next week, and I'm going to be in the building, Freddie oh, Coleman. I'm going to be in the building uh-huh. next week because I know people like Devin K and Shannon Penn, <laughs> they want to see a brother fall from the top ropes. <laughs> but I'm going to be in the building with my baby girl. I got to take my daughter. It's daddy-daughter date. Nice. I'm taking my daughter. She was mad that I didn't take her this weekend. I took my son, so I got to take her next weekend. I'm getting right off the jet from Denver, Colorado because we have a game day at Boulder, and uh. I'm going to be in the building and on sunday night y'all gonna hit a text or see the text for me because my birds are gonna do their thing well the bears were about as upset as your daughter let's put it that way but the Packers <laughs> defense was doing to them and jordan love throwing three touchdown passes and that running game complimenting them as well manny in chicago i got a pretty good idea where this is going manny who is your team and how sweet or salty are you about them after what you saw this weekend oh i am salty as hell with these bears they not only they, when are they going to get an offensive line to protect this young man that they got, that they spent, you know, a first-round pick on, who I don't even know why he gets up in the morning to even go to practice because they're, they're not going to let him do anything. I feel so bad for Justin Fields. It's unbelievable. You know, you're spot on, Manny Chicago, because you got a guy like that. Why would you not want to do a better job protecting him from himself? The last thing, Harry, that they should want from Justin Fields is have him rush for over 11,000 yards, 1,100 yards again, like he did last year. Yep. Because that means he's running for his life and he's got to make plays by himself because he's not getting any help in the offensive line, not getting any help from receivers separating from opposing defenders or your coaches that are not coaching properly enough to make sure you get full maximum effect from a guy that has the kind of talent in Justin Fields. Yeah, it's a cluster, and I can't use the other word because I love doing radio with you, Freddie, but you just <laughs> fill in the blank, ladies and gentlemen. You know where I'm going. If I say it's a cluster, yeah. then you fill in the blank right there. Yeah. But I, I would say from the offensive line perspective, they brought in a few guys, but here's what I'm going to say. Because I was a player, I always told this to my teammates. you got to have a sense of pride of what you do. And there's something about protecting the guy that you has de- have declared your brother. A guy that that goes through training camp with you. This is the quarterback of the team we're talking about now. So as an offensive line, if you don't have that pride to dig deep enough to say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna protect him at all costs. And I seen the Buffalo, the, uh, I mean the um, Chicago Bears offensive line ran over there when Jair Alexander hit him, which was a legal hit out of bounds. Completely but don't just legal. show me, don't just show me there. I right. want to see on that football field. That's a great because point. see when he's getting sacked over and over and over again, I need y'all to have that same energy, right? And then from the front office, excuse me, from a coaching standpoint, I think Luke Getzey is going to have to figure out how can I really, really, truly unlock this young man. You have to self-reflect and make sure that that you're doing the things uh, that's properly needed to put him in the best positions to be successful. You cannot have DJ Moore and he have two targets, Luke Getz. He has the offensive coordinator. It Amen. makes no sense in my opinion. No doubt about that. Adam in Florida, thanks for calling Freddie and Harry at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Adam, give us your team. How sweet or salty you about them after this weekend? Very sweet with my Miami Dolphins. It's great to see probably the new best wide receiver duo since the Clayton Duper era. Very excited. And I think I have to apologize to Sarah because the Dolphins and Bills will split their games and then the Dolphins will knock the Bills out of the playoffs this year. Okay. I, I, I love the faith he has in the Dolphins. And I will say this about the Dolphins, Adam. I want you to be alert for what I'm about to say. Okay. If they can be consistent with their run game, they will be the scariest offense in the National Football League. They may they, be there now, honestly. And that's without the run game being up to standard. 
right? Because the baseline of the offense, everything comes off the run game, right? You mm-hmm. look at the Shanahan offense and the Shanahan tree and yeah. Mike McDaniel, that's where he comes from. The run game is the most valuable. They've been able to do it without the run game, you know, spitting out positivity at right. a high level. But I think Mike McDaniel, like once he gets it in his mind that, you know what, if we run the football uh, even more, a little bit better, it can unlock that offense even that much more, in my opinion. Well, I want to get your opinion on this because one of our favorite people is Joe Fordenball. Does a great job part of Carlin versus Joe Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. That's my boy, too, now. That's my boy. Like I said, he's our boy. But we'll see how you feel about that after you hear what he had to say about the Atlanta Falcons. He was so impressed by the Falcons winning opening day against the Carolina Panthers. He believes they should do this. Big problem for the Falcons. He's a great guy. He's a great leader in Desmond Ritter. He's not an NFL quarterback. The Falcons are going to realize in a hurry that they're going to squander a great opportunity this season because they don't have an NFL quarterback. Call the Rams. See what they want from Matthew Stafford. No. No. Um, and I say that not because I don't believe in Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. It's when you look at the Atlanta Falcons and how they were able to get out the Matt Ryan contract, and then now you're able to sign a Jesse Bates the third in free agency, and we've seen what he was able to do in game one, two interceptions and a forced fumble. Right. And you're able to bring over a Calais Campbell. You're able to go get a David Omeyata. You're able to bring other pieces on your team and fill it out the way you want to. Right. Um, they've been in cap hell for so long. I don't think they would want to deal with that in bringing in a Matthew Stafford. Otherwise, they probably would have pursued Lamar Jackson. Am I right or am I wrong? Exactly. Right? They, yeah. they would have. And we heard. Fish. Yes. yes. Right? So I think from that standpoint, I don't see it happening. Uh, but also, I think when you look at Arthur Smith, this is going to be a running team. This is not the Los Angeles Rams who want to run the football effectively, but they can't, and they haven't since Matthew Stafford got there. They've been a passing team. You have Bijan Robinson, you have Tyler Ajir, which I think is going to be the new one-two punch that people better watch out for. And they love an athletic quarterback that can utilize his legs at time and get away from pressure as well. No doubt about that. Well, he was pretty salty, meaning my man Harry Douglas, what Joe Fortenbaugh had to say about <laughs> trading for Matthew Stafford, moving on for Desmond Ritter. More of your calls on how sweet or salty about you, about your NFL team after what we saw this weekend. Keep hitting us up at 888-729-3776. Plus, who wins tonight? Buffalo on one side, the Jets on the other side, or Mother Nature all over the place. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. I'm Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget to tune in to your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. Our last words will encompass what's going to happen tonight between the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. You get a chance to be part of that last word right now. Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. How sweet or salty about your NFL team after what we saw this weekend? You tell us the team and let us know how sweet you feel or how salty you are. AJ in California, what is your team, and how sweet or salty are you about them? Hey, actually, if you don't mind, I got two teams, two games that I saw. I didn't see all the games, but the two I did see stood out because they have all five features of the game covered. Desire, determination, attention to details on both sides of the ball for the whole hour, and especially defense, and I like to say why. And that is because offense always knows 
the signal and the play. And defense does it. So they got to read the play and react, and not react, but actually respond to it in an intelligent, dynamic way. Okay? So let's talk about the game. Well, AJ, uh, AJ, I ask you your team and how sweet and salty you are. I mean, breakdowns, I get it, but we need to know your team and how sweet and salty you are about your team. SF brought it out of, out of state to another team and beat them in their home court, gave lessons the whole time. Same thing with the talk about pride. The, yeah, we got to move on from AJ. AJ's trying to audition for ESPN NFL Sunday Countdown. We're AJ not, didn't yeah. understand the assignment. Yeah, I, I think that was pretty clear. Who's your NFL team and how sweet or salty about you? And he got in touch with Herm Edwards, and that will be for another time. Joe in Pennsylvania, here's the assignment. Who's your NFL team and how sweet or salty are you about them after what you saw this weekend? I am sweet on the my Vegas Raiders. I know it's uh, just a win over Denver and – Russell Wilson's obviously on the decline, but after decades of disappointment, I'll soak up any morsel of success I can get. <laughs> I love that morsels of success. That could be a new segment. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was, I won't say I was surprised by the Raiders winning because mm-hmm. when we had our our production meeting on Get Up last week, I picked the Raiders to to beat yes, the Broncos. Did. Yes, you did. And Jimmy Garoppolo was phenomenal for this team yesterday because he understands that offense. He knows what Josh McDaniels wants to do. And when they needed to go down and score a touchdown, they were able to do so. They also went down and scored a touchdown after Sean Payton did that ridiculous onside kick. That's sticking with you, huh? Stupid, <laughs> stupid, bro. I don't understand it. <laughs> like, neither do I. Well, you're right. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, in a game like that, when throws had to be made, he was able to make those kind of throws against a pretty good Denver Broncos defense that was pretty good last year. Dominic in Texas, who is your NFL team, and how sweet or salty are you about them? My team is the Green Bay Packers, and of course I'm sweet on the Packers, man. Did y'all see that game? Yes, did you did. see Jordan Love pass to every wide receiver on the team? Not just one, not just two, <laughs> but every wide receiver. And then I'm gonna tell you how really sweet it is. We was in, me and my wife was in Chicago Labor Day weekend. She's from Chicago. I'm from Milwaukee. That's all the noise they kept talking. Oh, we got y'all because y'all don't have Aaron Rodgers. Look at the score, baby. Look at the score. <laughs> Real quick, Dominic, are you in the doghouse with your wife because of that, or is everything okay? Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I get to walk around. Everybody oh, you, we had bear fans over here. Okay. Oh, I was walking around. I didn't even have to talk noise. I didn't have to say nothing. Okay. I just point at the TV. Okay, Dominic, like, we got a big, we got a big eighty-five inch screen. All I do is point at the screen, baby. Point at the screen. Dominic was wearing the big underwear in the house. Yeah, yeah. Dominic said, "Don't forget who wear the pants over here in this household." He's wearing the big, he's wearing the big drawers now. No matter what, he's, he said, "I ain't wearing tighty whiteys no more." I got the box of briefs. I got the box of briefs. Exactly. Puma included. No fruit of the looms here. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coma together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. It's time for us to give you a little something that could be a rant or it could be a rape. It's also in the good that we like to call. These might be my very last words. The last word is seagulls. Freddie and Harry, the last word. All right, brother Harry Douglas on this Monday evening. What is your last word to take us into Tuesday? I'm going to go... With my Atlanta Falcons. Oh, 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Shannon, throw his hands up. Don't throw your hands up with your sorry-ass team embarrassing themselves <laughs> last night. Wow. This is my last word. All right? So you, until your team wins, then you keep throwing the hands up. My Atlanta Falcons, uh, Jesse Bates, though. I'm going to go with Jesse Bates, a guy that they signed in free agency, um, really showed up yesterday in that ball game. Two interceptions, a forced fumble. That's why you play, uh, pay players like him the money that he got within this contract that he just signed because they show up and make plays like he did on Sunday. Falcons, okay. 1-0. Shannon! 1-0 Falcons on the 1-0 Packers. Shannon and Devin are never going to live this down unless the Falcons have a worse record than the New York Giants. See, here's the thing. If the Falcons lose, would anyone notice? Oh, wow. If a tree falls in the forest, does, does anybody hear it? Wow. If, a, if a falcon falls out of the tree, does anybody mourn? Is that what you're saying, <laughs> Wow. Is that what you're saying, Shannon? Am I putting okay. words in your mouth? I can't wait to the Friday after Thursday night football when they play the San Francisco 49ers. That one time, oh, that one time when uh, primetime football. Shout out to the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the Falcons is the first uh, winning record since 2017. So that's pretty cool too. <laughs> this is like my last word right now. Go on, continue. Let, let this happen. No, Go they on. just mad. They mad right now. Oh, you know. Oh, we the, super mad. I'm super big, salty right now. Mad. I'm hurt. They mad <laughs> because Desmond Ritter looked better than the Big Apple turnover last night. Yeah. Daniel Jones. Either way, they NBA lottery draft pick mad right now. <laughs> no, on a real note, though, shout out to Bijan. He looked good yesterday. He did look terrific. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, that's, that's so really, I do really a segment one. every Thursday. Yeah. On get up called that boy bad. Little spoiler. I'm just saying. Okay. Somebody might make it. Daniel somebody Jones? might make it. Saquon Barkley. I don't know yet. Andrew somebody Thomas? might make it. Evan Neal. <laughs> somebody might make it. I don't care how much I'm trolling right now. <laughs> My Cowboys won last night. Oh, my Jets win tonight. Either way, we're going to be one and one for the week, and at least two, at least one and one or two and no when it's all said and done. Either way, Harry, always a pleasure, my man. By the way, always hit us up on Twitter. We always love to see what you have to say. HDougas83, that's Harry's handle. My handle at Coleman ESPN. Anytime we're going to download anything that we've said that you missed out on, just go to ESPNRadio.com, click on podcast, go to the right side, and say, check your favorite podcast, and that's where it will be. Amber and Ian, they come your way next. For Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman, this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless. And as always, keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.